Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to In the Bag, episode 56 on continuation. Uh, we yeah. just decided that that's going to be staying. our thing. It's always we're episode staying. 56. Yeah, we're just staying on episode 56. The last episode was 56. The episode before that was 56. Welcome to episode 56, part three. Yeah. You want your epi- the In the Bag, episode 56 t-shirts to come. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Episode 56, gang, forever. Forever. So, Robbie, how's it going this week, man? I know up here the weather is great. It feels like disc golf season finally has arrived. Absolutely, it's it is it's beautiful weather down here. We're like, and y'all feel it too because Virginia. Like I, when I think of Virginia location, like on the on the country, I don't mm-hmm. think of Virginia as the South. But then when I think about the weather that y'all are and the weather that I've experienced on two out of my three trips to Lynchburg. I also don't think of you as the South, but mm-hmm. right now you guys are getting the beautiful part of the South. And so we're in that like, okay, you want to, you kind of need to get out and get your round in either like in the morning or you need to get it in at like starting at three or four, because mm-hmm. if you go out at like 12 or one, you're cooking. Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe I'm weird. And again, this is me coming from Ohio and I trust me living in Ohio my whole life and coming to Virginia, Virginia is the South. I will just, I will say that for more reasons than just the weather, um, in good ways. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I like the sweat and that's one of my favorite parts about disc golf is going out and just get a good sweat on, you know, throwing some disc around. So that's pretty Absolutely. fun. I, the, uh, I like, I laugh because I'll like go on a family vacation with my wife's family and we'll go to the beach or something. And they're like, Robbie, you don't feel like you need to lay out or anything. Uh, and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, because I, I play disc golf for my job. So I am almost always incredibly tanned because mm-hmm. of that. So uh, I was cooking. But if you find yourself out there sweating uh, through everything, one of the easiest solutions we have is our presenting sponsor at In the Bag, which is Flippy Disc Golf. So Flippy Disc Golf has a ton of new apparel out there. I'm wearing one of their old jerseys. If you're looking for a comfortable shirt to wear on the house or even comfortable to wear on the course, uh, this is their cottony jersey and very, it's still once again, very breathable. It's not like it's going to stick to your skin or anything while you're out there on the course, but they're also introducing their sole pro material, which is a more of a dry fit feel, but also has UV protection inside of it. So you can be out there on the course without having to worry about those harmful UV rays getting in and you keep those bogeys off of you because you're going to be looking good while you're out there mm-hmm. have a multitude of options available on the flippy website you definitely want to check out they've just dropped their west coast collection for the bogey bro tour i'm definitely going to have to grab that bear camo pattern oh it looks yeah. sick it, uh, it in person looks great by the way yeah so um definitely check that out we got the robbie c collection that is coming mm-hmm. soon uh i should have the uh mock-ups or and i don't know what they're called uh but the initial we'll mock-ups ones. Yeah. yeah yeah i should have the mock-ups in my hand to give the stamp of approval i'm sure you're gonna love it i'm gonna let you guys know there are five different patterns that are a part of the robbie c lineup and two of them involve my favorite food pizza so yep. it is uh they're great. Well, not, I mean, the one that I've we've all already seen, the pig one is fantastic. So, you know, I'm lucky enough behind the scenes. I got to see him. I hope I, I don't hope I know you all are going to love him. Yeah. Thanks, Flippy. Thanks, Aaron, for supporting in the bag, for supporting his foundation and the bogey bro tour out west. The guys are having a blast and we couldn't do it without Flippy. So uh, make sure you check out Flippy, pick up some apparel, 
Look in the description, save some money. There's a promo code down there. Make sure you use that at checkout and pick up uh, some in the bag gear, from some Robbie C gear, some foundation gear. It's all there. So all make there. sure you check it out. Absolutely. Well, we want to go ahead and bring in our guest, uh, Mr. Danny, to uh, to get us started because this is the only uh, this is the only podcast being recorded in Foundation Studios for the like over these two weeks. We got this yeah. one in our podcast again next week. So yeah, it's I'm, a fantastic I'm, time, guys. And I, yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. The studio's quiet. I thought I was gonna love it, but I feel like one of those like empty nesters where the house is quiet and you just feel lonely and sad. So I could see that I could yeah. see the, uh, or, or like I'm shutting down the hospital on the last person in or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the halls are empty and that's where all the ghosts are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that it, there could be ghosts in here. Yeah. I, I look over, I don't see Robbie. I don't see your face being edited over in Silas's <laughs> station. There's nothing being thrown at back and forth between Hunter and Trevor. Connor's not like blowing me kisses. It's it's a sad day. But That's fair. Hey, Hi, we you know it. how we're not lonely. Let's bring in Danny. Let's get 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 the, get the whole team together. Let's get some camaraderie and let's talk about some discs. Come on, welcome to the podcast. We've got Mister Danny Graves in the house. Danny, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, dude. Honored awesome. to have you. Uh, I got to ask a question based on uh, email signatures and things like that before we dive in. Uh, do you have a tennis like instructing background? Oh yeah, so I played college tennis, um, and now I I coach for a living. Um, I actually run a tennis facility in Iowa in the Midwest, and uh, I string tennis rackets as well. My my goal is to, you know, eventually get on tour and string for the you know the big leagues. So hopefully someday that happens. Awesome. That's okay. Awesome. That's very I. Cool. I'm going to be honest. I knew nothing really about I, my, t my interactions with tennis. I dated a girl in college who wanted us to be a tennis couple. Uh, she was super competitive and she was really athletic, but I also have that competition and athletic background. And so it just didn't go well when we played each other in singles all the time. <laughs> so she would get really mad. So tennis couple didn't work out. That couple didn't work out either. But, uh, and then my second is a lot of Mario tennis back Heck and forth yeah. uh Heck and yeah. so until josh and mikey from overthrow came into my life i was always like yeah tennis is just like a country club thing all that uh and they have given me a whole new appreciation for tennis so mm. you're in good company um oh. also tennis instructors i feel like there's a lot of disc golf mechanics that connect with tennis very well yes there are especially the the forehand Yes. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I've noticed with tennis instructors is that tennis, your feet traditionally land in an open stance. Um, and in disc golf, we like to have more of a closed stance on the backhand, of course. So, yeah, yeah. I'd um, say that's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. So trust me, I've, I've spent so much time, Danny, just talking with Josh about like how, how this goes down. So I love that. Um, so that also is going to make sense for a lot of your numbers um mm -hmm. on why kind of natural transitions but we wanted to get to know you as a player not just a tennis guy uh danny so a couple yeah. of foundational questions we asked first is how long have you been playing disc golf i i've i so i played casually throughout college um like once every few months i was an all forehand guy my backhand went like 50 feet to the left it was it was not good um and then once COVID hit, just like a lot of people, um, 
a buddy of mine. He, he was one of my instructors here at the club. He's like, hey, let's go disc golf. I was like, sure. And we just we got hooked, just like, you know, the rest of the population has said. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So coming up on your three-year anniversary. Yeah, probably three years for like, you know, being consistent with it. Okay. That is, that's awesome. It still continues to blow my mind when I hear people like COVID golfers that y'all have been playing for three years. Like it's been that long. Um, so that is. I'm, I'm approaching it myself. So yeah. That's awesome, y'all. Uh, all right, so that's that's your time. If we were to put you open field, put a basket X amount of distance away, how far do you think you could consistently reach that basket with accuracy on a backhand and a forehand? Oh, I'd say I'd say three fifty for a backhand and three hundred for a forehand. Okay, those are phenomenal numbers. I think people need to understand if you can throw a 300 foot accurate forehand you have a great forehand if you can throw a 400 foot accurate forehand you have an elite top level forehand so (laughs) that is 300 is nothing to shake your head at that is awesome i know plenty of our listeners who wish they could throw either of their shots 300 much less at least uh, both of them um okay so we put you on the putting green Mm-hmm. And we're like, all right, Danny, we got 10 putters at 15 feet, 10 putters at 25 and 10 putters at 40 feet. How many are you making at each station? I'd say nine out of 10 from 15. Okay. I feel like I'm pretty confident from that, from that area. Um, I'd say from 25, probably six out of 10. Okay. And then 40, probably three out of 10. Okay. That is not bad numbers. Very much. Sounds like a very well-rounded game. Have you, uh, I'll ask a bonus question. Do you play any like sanctioned events or anything? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Do you, would you mind sharing your rating? Uh, 952 right now. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That makes, that makes a load of sense with those, (laughs) those abilities. So, uh, final question being, what would you say is the biggest strength of your game? Oh, I'd probably say just overall consistency. I'd say I, my, my misses aren't big. Like, I feel like I'm very accurate and like I can hit lines pretty consistently. Okay. Awesome. That that's something to have. And especially I think people, if they they're stuck around that 900 rating mark, they think to themselves, I just need more distance. I need more like, I got to be able to throw a 400. If I can throw 400, I think really until you're trying to push a thousand, throwing 400 doesn't really like come into play as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just being able to throw accurately within your 300 within your 250 is huge. So oh, yeah. Danny, I'm, I'm loving to hear it, man, from a coach to a coach. Uh, we are, uh, we're vibing. And speaking of vibing, we're going to start with your putters uh, because a lot of people are going to think that, wow, Danny got chosen specifically because of the putters right here. And I'm not saying that's <laughs> untrue, but it is, not the full truth. So very excited for this. Danny, you also rock an all Innova bag. I do, yes. So why why Innova? Well, you know, I, I've been given a lot of crap for that over the last few years, just from, you know, buddies that I play with. And uh, I think it actually comes from, like, my tennis background. In um, tennis, you know, you want to have more than one racket in case your strings break in a match and you want to keep the string consistent. You want to keep the tension consistent and that kind of transferred over to disc golf. 
it's like, why would I want to throw a bunch of different plastics and molds and, and whatnot and just kind of have a bunch of variables that, you know, I don't necessarily understand. So it's like, and I, I mean, most people start with Innova because you go to a, you know, a Walmart or a Shields or Dick Sporting Goods or whatever it is, and that's primarily what they have in stock. Mm-hmm. So, and that was the case for me. And I started with Innova and, and specifically Star Plastic, and I loved the feel of that. And I just, I just stuck with it because I wanted to, you know, stay consistent. Okay. That's a phenomenal answer. And, uh, Brad, it's like, uh, I, whenever I see the one disc bag, I always go straight to Brad and think of the, the disc craft only days. And mm-hmm. like, Brad, if you, if you had to go back to brand loyalty and be like, all right, I'm going one manufacturer. Who are you taking at this point? Uh, mint. I know that's that's a and here's the thing they don't have like a super complete lineup I don't feel like but I think I can lean on and that that probably just comes back to like I really really probably only need like eight discs really if I'm being honest and a couple putters but I feel like I could do anything I needed to do at least around here being an amateur player that plays a lot with mints mints lineup yeah so well because yeah I guess you could replace like you could go uh the uplink could become a like a lobster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the jackalope still stands. Jackalopes, crackles, crackle, diamondback. Yeah. I mean, I've got He's the cooking. bobcat, which I love. I mean, we got we got it covered. I mean, the profit <laughs> is that like a sublime profit can be my envy. So we got it covered if I if I had to. So, but hey, I will say this though, and I said this before we got on, Danny. Um, Robbie told me you had an all in of a bag, and I said, well. At least with like Innova, and this is no like knock to Discraft, but Discraft has a complete lineup, but there's not a lot of like variables in between, or not a lot of not of like subtle changes in discs in between. They just have a pretty well rounded lineup. Innova has a lot of variables, so like if you don't like, I mean, just think just think of like Leopard, Leopard Three, T Bird, T Bird Three. I mean, like just think of just those discs alone. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of uh, choices you still have in one brand, so. I think if you were doing all one brand, I think Innova makes maybe the most sense. And also, the like you said, the availability also makes a lot of sense. So to yeah. give you credit and any all Innova people credit, I understand why. I would not choose to do that now being where I am, but I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. So Who knows? Yeah. And it it is – it's a choice that I like – I actively – I'm going to say I avoid the one disc bag, but if I were to fall into it, like I literally was talking to someone um, that may have even been the last in the bag podcast we did about a Valkyrie. Uh, and I have like a Valkyrie sitting right next to me that, man, that thing is constantly fighting to get back in my bag. <laughs> I, I just have to be like, sorry, buddy, you got to stay on the wall uh, because I got another disc that does what you do. It keeps me from being all in of it. So, uh, fighting that temptation, which I know the comments are going to be like, Robbie, if the disc is good, why don't you keep it in the back? Because the other disc is also good. Okay, uh, there are the there is there's a, a lot of there's a lot of discs that are good, and we only have a bag that is so big. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I don't I don't want Atlas to create the Atlas uh, hall uh, mm-hmm. where it's just a giant uh, like trolley that I pull behind me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like th- it actually carries four pioneers stacked on top of each other. Okay, so okay. You can carry a hundred discs if yeah. you really want to. Yeah, because oh, that's what goodness. you need. 
And in order yeah. to make things easier, you need more discs. Right. Um, so what speaking of someone who's made it a little easier on themselves, Danny, you put with Fireflies, it looks yeah. like. Um, and then, so nothing to ask there. Uh, it is, or I guess the only, what plastic do you put with them in? Um, the Nexus. Okay. Just yeah. like the OG, like purple ones, usually? Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. I can, sh- I can show you if you want. Yeah. They also glow, this which is, is great. This um, is the bad boy right here. Yeah. Nice. They, She's a little worn. Whenever I play glow golf, I always end up pulling my fireflies out because... Yes. <laughs> it is. The, one of the only normal-feeling glow putters I have. Uh, so, love that. Um, moving on to... We'll start with the oddball, and then we'll come back. You have a Mirage in your bag, which is a disc that I would be willing to bet over 50% of our listeners, even I'd jump it up to 60% of listeners, have never even heard of a Mirage, Yeah, <laughs> much less held one. Um, I have a friend who had a Mirage for a long time, so I'm intimately familiar with it because he threw that disc all over my face. Describe right. what the Mirage does for you. Yeah, this is the Mirage. I, I dyed this one myself. I don't know if it's a very good dye, but <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's three four negative three zero, and I actually only really use it for like huge like flip up turnover shots or rollers. Like it is it is a spectacular like three hundred foot roller type disc, like so a backhand want... putter roller. Yes, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or even like a, like le- like patent pending you know out of bush roller. <laughs> yeah, like this thing has gotten me out of trouble. That's awesome. I would say the putter roller, is, the backhand putter roller, is a shot that if I'm going to take sixty percent of people don't even know what a mirage is. I'm going to jump up to ninety percent of people <laughs> do not throw backhand putter rollers. So, <laughs> well, it's 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 very thin. Like it's not like your typical looking putter. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird disc. Hi, but unique. Do you have any backups to your Mirage, or is it like a one of a kind at this point? Oh no, I have I have like seven. Okay. So, yeah, this man knew <laughs> I gotta hunt yeah. these things down. <laughs> I, I love them. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, jumping to the other, you only have two molds for throwing putters in your back. Uh, you've got a Mirage, and then you jump all the way over to. The precious, the mo- the best disc. Pig is love, pig is life. You've got three pigs in your bag. I do, yeah. I can identify immediately as a fellow pig farmer. Um, what what do your three pigs do? So I have I have two uh, tour series, Ricky Waisaki. Um, I can't see him very well, but mm-hmm. these are like, you know, really really beat up i can't tell i don't know if you can tell how warped they are but oh yeah (laughs) puddle tops um so these both uh like you just if you just hit it hard i mean they are flipping up and and turning a little bit and coming back um like they are just like nice they'll never turn over it's just a flight or a straight flight um if you hit it hard enough um and then even forehands too, like I can I can throw them probably two hundred and just a nice little flip up and just straight. So I have I always if I have a disc I really like I always have two of them in case like in a tournament I lose mm-hmm. one of them I have a backup. So that's why I have two of those. Okay, so the then, two the two twenty twenties they fly very similar at this point. Yes. Okay, yep, they do. Yep, um, I've had them I've had them both for 
basically the same amount of time and I'll, I'll throw them both in practice and stuff and they kind of have similar wear. Okay. So, yeah. And then I have probably, probably one of my favorite like backhand approach to this. This is a pretty sweet one. Um, the star pig. Oh, so nice. yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty cool. But, uh, this thing is a lot more overstable than the other two pigs. So it'll, you know, It'll be if like there's a tree or something's in the way, I can just you know spike it and it'll come back without a problem. I'd yeah. like to go on the record that I would throw that pig. That pig is gorgeous. It yeah. is. It's very nice. Well, as a as a pig farmer, I've got two questions. One, you're throwing a star pig. Do you have backups to your star pig? No, they're so hard. They're so hard to find. I I cannot tell you how much I commend you for throwing your star pig. Uh, <laughs> my star pig is literally on my house fire shelf is what I call it. Like I have, there's like a whole stack of discs that are in case of emergency. Here we go. I have a black blizzard champion pig. Uh, I have a star pig and then I have like, I'll just have this like little stack of discs, but my star pig, I literally told myself like, I really want to throw it because I want the premium one, but I'm afraid if I do, I will love it. And every R pro will fall short after this. <laughs> so I just watching the 2020s, I can see that like if I see a 2020 pig for less than $50, I don't even blink. Like I just yep. buy it. Uh, yeah. And then if I ever see a star pig, I'm not going to say the number that I see for that, uh, that if I see them, because my wife is still within earshot. So um, it is. I got, I got cool. very lucky with this one. I mean, it's still a lot for a disc, but I think it was like 60 or 65. But that is a steal. It's, uh, it's gotten me a lot of birdies. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I can, I completely understand there. Um, I think the only, like, as a fellow pig farmer to a pig farmer, the only thing that I would like recommend uh, as an alternative is taking like an R Pro, like a regular R Pro. And if you use it for like a little bit of time, it beats into this like beautiful neutral between your like what your star pig's doing and what okay. your 2020 is going to do, which would open up more options. But I'm going to be curious that shot you may also have covered with the rat that we'll talk about in mid ranges. So mm -hmm. um, I could see that like. As someone who throws the three pigs, those are mine, like my three slots. I've got Precious Child, which is my 2020, which, like you said, like you can throw it on this awesome turnover shot and you never have to worry about it fading out um, like it's or it never uh, burning out. So mm -hmm. um, absolutely love that. I, I, I can feel it deep within my soul, Danny. So I'm glad <laughs> that we basically have the same pig set up. Uh, moving on to rats, because you only have you have six mids in your bag as well. Um, mm -hmm. and keeping the sort of, uh, vibe going with that, um, six mids in the bag, start with the rats. What do they do and how do they differ from the pigs? Yeah. So I, I would just say they, they just go farther. Um, rats are not as overstable as people think they are. Um, I think the, when Innova made them, they were trying to make it similar to like a zone. Um, but they, if, if you just beat them in just a little bit, they're actually like really good straight flyers. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I can, I can probably throw it about probably 300, 
315 uh, consistently, and it's okay. just it's just smooth. So I would just say the difference is just farther. Okay. Yeah, has like a little bit of extra glide that the uh, yes, the pig doesn't have. And so I this will help me on a lot of the questions that we'll ask in the future because, like you said, if you like a disc, you have two of them. Um, mm-hmm. so for most of the discs that you have doubled up through the rest of your bag, do they fly pretty similar? You just have them in there as backups. Yeah. So I, so whenever I go practice, I always throw two shots. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, if I hit a tree with the first one, I'm not trying to hit that same tree. I'm trying to correct it, but, um, I, I always throw two shots just for the practice and just to kind of try to get that consistent wear. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. So that will help as we move forward um because that way i'm not like all right so that's what one rat does so what does the other rat do uh, yeah, it does yeah. the same thing hopefully so that's fantastic to know but i think where that we might see the first variance between those two possibly maybe not uh is your rock threes you've got one in dx glow and you've got one in star plastic yeah so do those have a variance Th- those do have a variance yes so the uh the dx the DX Glow, I love that. I've had that disc probably almost as long as my as like my oldest discs, and like I can throw it at like a you know just like a probably thirty degree angle, and it just flips up and it just flies straight. Like it is a beautiful disc, um, and like if I throw it like maybe a little bit of a hyzer, flip up and just have like a nice turn. So like in like the woods, I use it all the time in the woods. Okay. Um, and then the rock three, that's just something I'll hit hard and I can get it to fly straight, but it'll, it'll dump a lot harder than the, uh, the DX glow. Okay. So if rat is longer pig, the rock is easier, yeah. Easier, longer (laughs) rat kind of a deal. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so I guess. We'll, we'll ask about the croc first, and then <laughs> I like there's one side of like a, a challenge to this where I'm like, okay, I'm curious, um, mm-hmm. why not blank? Uh, but what does your croc do? So croc is uh, his utility disc. Um, it's like a zero five, so like crazy overstable, and it's honestly it's it's kind of like the Mirage. A lot of people a lot of people don't know of the croc. Um, but when, when they see me throw it, everybody's like, what is that? And I'm like, here, hold it. And they're like, like, where did you get this? <laughs> and I'm just like, well, they don't, they don't come out very much, but, um, so I throw them, um, like in a headwind, um, and they like never, never turn over. Like they don't even, they don't even really flip up mo- like much either. <laughs> you, know, you can just throw it straight. Yeah. or flat in a headwind and it just stays flat like it is crazy so yeah it's just a it's just a pretty big utility disc yeah and i was looking i was trying to remember because when i was on team innova i was like i was trying to find my justice replacement um and so i tried the cayman for a little bit i tried the gator for a little bit and i was like but there was one disc i found and i was like i remember it feeling like a rock in my hands like a like a flatter rock and looking at the wing, that's how I would describe the croc. Is it's like that makes sense. you took the round flatness of a gator and then shoved it on top of a rock. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, that that was a great description. I was trying to think about that too. Yeah, it's it's funny. I've not thrown the rat or the croc, or, or actually, I threw the mirage. By the way, that's one of those weird discs I pulled out of the use section. But the croc, <laughs> always, I was all I picked up the croc, and I was like, there is no way that I could throw this disc. There is no way. It felt so overstable. Like it, it's one of those that like hyzers in your hand before it comes out of your hand. <laughs> so that's good though. I mean. That's maybe a disc, and that's kind of why I keep my Bobcat in my bag as a mid-range. Like, I don't throw the Bobcat super often, but on that that moment, you're doubting. Like, there's some wind. You're throwing downhill. You're like, this cannot turn over. Like, that's the disc I lean on to. So I think yeah. it makes sense. I, that's maybe – and Jason and I have talked about that, by the way, Robbie. It's just like that's a disc that I think maybe even a lot of beginners shy away from in their bag that has a lot of utility, and you really find yourself – if you have it in there, you're like, oh, I can lean on that. But if you don't, you feel like you're missing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And it's it's one of those the the only reason that I like shy people away from okay, you need to have like you got to have that in your bag early, is because it's a really good utility shot to have. But if you get it too early, I think you lean on it mm-hmm. too much too fast. Whereas yeah. there are those clutch unique moments of like, oh. This is absolutely the perfect shot for this disc. Like we have a we have a hold here that's it's like 190 feet downhill, but it is there is a tree in the dead center of it. So I pull my justice out and throw it on like <laughs> so much hyzer or so much anhyzer, and I just chop it a little bit, and it's so overstable that it's going to fight out down that hill the entire way, no matter how much anti you put it on. And the croc sounds like it's a very similar flying mm-hmm. disc yes. of like yeah you just know yes. it's gonna it's gonna fake eventually yeah so um my only my only question mark and you can let me know how you cover this or maybe it's just a shot that you don't really feel like you need that often is like when we look at your your chart uh i would say that your rock three like the glow dx rock three is on the overstable side of the chart and that makes sense because the numbers, according to our Rock 3, we put it over there. It's probably a lot more in the middle, but I don't know, even hearing you describe it, I don't know that I would put it all the way to, like, understable. Yeah, I, I when it's new, I'd say. Okay. Def, it's definitely not. But when you get it, if, if you can beat it in enough, and they beat in pretty quickly, I, I would say, like, if you, if you throw it flat and hard it's 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 burning okay so yeah. it does fill that understable slot for you it's yeah you would put it would you put it more on like in line with your leopard threes like a shorter leopard three yeah yeah i, I yeah i yeah okay. i'd say that's that's a pretty good comparison awesome okay that's my question too i wondered what his like understable choice was for the mid-range category so that makes sense yeah and i i think that honestly once again, I'm catching so many strays from the end of a fanboys over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys, you get, you got to back off me because we're talking about mirages, crocs, rats, uh, like <laughs> TL threes. Like guys, deep cuts, man. Deep come cuts. on, uh, yeah. This is Innovus Innovus deep cuts uh, one hundred and one. Um, only thing that you don't have in here is a monster instead of your maxes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I so, bought them. Uh, I almost bought a couple a while ago, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I just I think it's super fascinating, and I think Innova like the Star Stingray, amazing for that understable, super easy flip up. The Panther, 
great mm-hmm. disc. They don't make the Panther as often anymore. Um, but I think, and the Wombat 3, like, can be that disc. Uh, I'm glad that they're actually producing the Wombat 3s now. Like, two years ago, you couldn't find Wombat 3s mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, so I think that really understable slot, or that naturally understable slot, is something Innova has shied away from in their current production. Uh, so it makes sense to me to take a rock and beat it up. Because that's another thing that people used to have to do with Innova in the past. You go back to 2015, 2013, it was you were putting a DX rock in your bag and beating it up to mm-hmm. get it to do that. So mm-hmm. just fascinating. Uh, and I, I love that. And I love it sounds like you said brand new. Do you have other DX glow rock threes ready to go in case something happens? Yeah, I have a blue one as well. I have a pink one and then a blue one. And then I have a couple backups as well. Okay, awesome. So he's cooking. He's cooking. I love it, Danny. (laughs) Um, All right, moving on to fairways. And this was something that you said, uh, once we go from like fairways, this is where your bag, I think like, I can see, we always ask our guests off air, what's an area of your bag that you're struggling with or you feel least confident in? Um, And and hearing some of your thoughts, Danny, on how you feel about your fairways and mm-hmm. then what you think you're missing in your bag, that makes so much sense looking at the grandscape of your bag. Uh, so I'm going to be very curious. I think we honestly, I'm going to be so bold as to say I think we nailed it uh, oh, in terms of what we're going for. Uh, because you said that your fairway drivers, you like your T-Bird, but everything else is like questionable. Mm-hmm. Um. So we're going to start with a disc that I notoriously hate. Uh, and like, I'm going to get it out of the way. If we started the bag in the bag with a disc that I love, the Leopard 3, I'm so sorry. Once again, end of a strays. What do you like about the Leopard 3? Why is it there? Uh, <laughs> um, I think. There's the first problem. Yep, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So if I'm being honest, I was, I was playing, uh, I was playing a doubles tournament in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It was at Wildcat. I don't know if you've heard that course, heard of that course, but it's like, uh, I've barely heard like, of Iowa, but continue. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I have to, I have to remind people that I was in the Midwest because they don't know where it's at. <laughs> um, but it's like a it's like a 550 foot hole, like just huge dog leg right, and it's kind of like slightly downhill. And I parked it with my Leopard Three, and I think it's just that like, um, don't worry, I don't throw 550 feet. It was just it's, it is slightly downhill. Um, but like I was just like, man, if I can if I can do that every time, I need to keep this sucker. I can't do that every time. So um, I only really throw it in like a tailwind. Uh, for like some distance because otherwise I don't throw it much. So, yeah. Curious. Okay. Well, because what do you, what do you desire like out of that spot in your bag? Like, let's just say not in a tailwind. You're like, Hey, my understable fairway, like what kind of shot are you looking? If you're like, Hey, I want to get multiple shots out of my leopard three section or spot in my bag. Like, what are you looking for that disc to do? If you had, if you can make your own disc to go in that slot, what do you want it to do? I, I want a, I think other people have this issue. Um, I want a fairway driver that feels good in the hand and, will, you know, can just flip up and fly straight and just have a little bit of a dump. Cause I, I, 
I, I don't have that in my fairways. Like my fairways is very, I'm very unconfident in that area. So, but yeah, something that just flies straight and I don't have to throw it hard and just throw smooth. And do you want it to turn naturally or do you want to just be able to turn it if you need to? Um, I'd probably say turn it if I need to. Okay. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to pull you, you had, when we, when you listed them, you have your nine speeds listed as fairway dri or as drivers. Uh, I'm going to pull the nine speeds into this com one of the nine speeds into this conversation. I'm going to pull the road runner in here. Mm -hmm. What does the roadie do for you that like in comparison to the leopard? Oh, so I, so the road runner is like my big roller disc and, um, I would say like, kind of like my Mirage, it would be like my big distance, like, you know, hit it hard, flip it up and let it turn and just kind of, you know, drift. Because okay. even the Roadrunner, I mean, that'll, if I throw it even close to flat, it's burning, like it's turning over. <laughs> and I, I would believe that wholeheartedly. Um, okay. So, okay. Interesting. So looking at that, like almost unusable for like easy flip up flat, like hydro flips and all that. Um, Leopard three is not doing it for you. Uh, I could see a world that when you talk about that, like feels good in the hand, easy, straight, a little bit of dump. I'm guessing that's where you want the TL three to be, but it's just not. Yeah, I, that's a disc I could just take out of my bag probably. It really is. Do you um, find it doesn't have a ton of glide? Like, does it just not want to go yeah. very far for you? Yeah. Um, here's a thought. So as we're talking in this category, Robbie, what do you think about this? What about a, like a max weight champion it? So I think, I think the it could absolutely, man, I wish they like named it something different because it makes it so <laughs> cheesy when you talk about it. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But I think that the it will fall perfectly between like, I think it's what your leopard wants to be for the repeated like usability. I also mm -hmm. think that with the it, they have done way better at getting it to fly true to numbers. Leopard threes are all over the place. Like yeah. I threw a leopard three. The reason I hate a leopard three is because the first one I ever got flew like an eagle. Um, and like, it wasn't just because I was bad at the time. Like I had other people who were actually good throw it. And they also thought it was like, they literally, they were like, check the bottom, make sure like it's not embossed to say Eagle. Um, mm -hmm. So like the leopard three, just it's one of their oldest molds. Uh, well, the leopard's one of their oldest molds. Leopard three is not as old, but like it's a mold they run a lot. Uh, so the, the consistency control on it is pretty terrible and that's fine. Um, the it much more dialed in when I'm looking at the TL three, I'm actually going to Haley King for it. Who uses the Hawkeye in that slot? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And so I think the Hawkeye, because Haley King, when she jumped in, fell into the world, right? Of like the modern 2015 Paul's throwing T birds and they're super straight for him, mm -hmm. but they're not like the T bird is overstable. Uh, not, crazy overstable but it's it's gonna finish every single time um yeah and is that what your t-bird is doing for you 
Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I'm probably the most confident in that disc for my fairways. Um, yeah, I can just throw it flat and yeah, it'll it's like hard too. And it might, might turn a little bit probably just because of the accidental anhyzer, but, um, yeah. And yeah, it'll, it'll still dump. Yeah. And so the Hawkeye, the Hawkeyes are predominantly released right now in halo plastic, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty like, I think I might you be get them in champ. But I was going to say, I think they make them in other plastics. Yeah, like there, I can see G-Star, Star, I can Hawkeye. see Champ. Yeah. So I, I just bought some G Stars yesterday. So, so they're a wrap foundation disc.com uh, coming soon to a, a website near you. But like, that's where I would, I would check out the Hawkeye because I bet with some plastic variability, mm-hmm. you might even be able to avoid an it and get like a G Star, like a lightweight G Star Hawkeye. And it could be your turnover instead of the it, since you said you want that like forced over opportunity. So yeah. um, just looking at your deep cuts bag, I can tell like the newer moles that have come out, like the J and the Hawkeye and the it yeah. for good reason. A lot of people are afraid to like dive into them, especially our older Innova fans. I think they've done a really good job with those molds. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I've not been so excited as to throw them as I have in a while. The it is nasty. Like it's so good. Um, I've, I've thought about multiple times getting the it. I'll like, just go to like a store and pick it up and just be like, man, should I? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I would, I would look at those, especially if you're okay. unhappy in the fairway slots. Uh, like try the J too. I was going to talk about the J earlier, Robbie, when we were talking about that rock three, like I think you just go, I think you try out a Hawkeye and it and a J and just see what, it, like, if there's overlap or if you're like, hey, this is really what I wanted to, but instead of beating in this Rock 3 to perfection, I can just pull the J off the shelf and it just is that for me, which yeah. I think is always a good thing. Yeah, okay. absolutely. So definitely that. some options there. Um, Three okay. bonus recommendations. We're not even to the regular Yeah, one we're yet. not even to the real one yet. So uh, <laughs> you can tell, like, I, it's funny. I know Innova more than I know any other manufacturer. So I, like... I, I, as soon as I saw Innova Only Bag, I was like, buckle up, people. It's going to be a long episode um, because <laughs> there's just so, like, I can relate to the pains of trying to feel the fairway drivers out, trying to feel the mid-ranges out. Because when I was signed by, like, when I was with them, it was like, okay, I had to go through this journey. Um, mm-hmm. So can feel can feel all of your trial and error deep within my soul. Um Heading over to Overstable, I'm going to be very, very curious because these feel so similar, but I'm wondering if we have a pig and a rat situation. Firebird and Max, what's going on with those? So the uh, the Nate Sexton Firebirds, I think they're 21s. Um, they're, not, uh, they're not crazy Overstable. Um, so, and I, I love them for forehands, like... Like they're my, you know, just throw a slight hyzer and they actually do flip up a little bit and just fly straight. Um, the max, <laughs> the max does not fly straight. I mean, that <laughs> so that, so the max is basically like my fairway driver or distance driver crock. Mm-hmm. Okay. To say, yeah. So it's like another utility disc. Um, if I need to, you know, shape a fairway, you know, with a forehand and flex it, I mean, I go to the max, okay. um, or like a big spike, but, uh, but yeah, I would say the, 
there's a pretty big difference between those two. And I for think sure. it's, it's worth noting too, and I just, for whatever reason, just I've thought this subconsciously the whole time, but you are in Iowa, there's a lot of wind, so that's why you're probably leaning into the more yes. overstable of everything. For those of you who are seeing the chart right now, that's why, you know, you might be thinking, again, on the surface, hey, you throw like 300 to 350, depending on forehand, backhand, why do you have all this overstability in your bag? Um, we're going to presume you have pretty decent form being a, a coach and a form coach of a different variety, but I had to just like, Oh yeah, he's in wind. Wait, why are you throwing that? Oh, you got a lot of wind to deal with. Cause yeah, the, again, here I'm not thinking about wind like a ton, to be honest with you. Yeah. The wind is crazy here. Like, I mean, it's especially in the spring 30 to 40 mile per hours. Like that's, it's not, it's not uncommon on a regular basis. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's frustrating because <laughs> when it, when it stops being windy, you're like pulling everything because like, you know, when it's really windy and you're throwing into the headwind, like you're kind of throwing it to the right a little bit just to make on a high just to make sure it doesn't turn over. But like it, it does mess with your form when it's that windy consistently, I feel oh. like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just I, want to throw that out there. Like Croc and the Max makes sense for your game and your bag, whereas yeah. most people it will not. Yeah. 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 And I, I think about like, because Callaway, Callaway and Gannon Burr are both Iowa guys. I think. Yeah, uh, Gannon Burr is a Des Moines area. Yeah. So, uh, makes sense as well for like, oh yeah, like that's why. Yeah. Mm. So many, so many. It, it's funny regionally, like where people struggle. Uh, like you see Colorado people always throw really far, and it's because of elevation. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're as soon as they get down to sea level, they're like, oh, everything flips up now. Easy. Uh, like, mm -hmm. I hate you guys. Anyway, love you, Jesse. So, uh, the max is it? Do you have the Proctor maxes or no? Just do you have like old the, maxes. Uh, um, I'll pull it down for you. Just like a basic Star Max. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Because the when Proctor before he left in of uh, his last signature disc with them was I think yep. Metal Flake maxes. Metal Flake. Yeah. And notoriously not as overstable as like a traditional max yeah yeah like this 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 one is it's beefy yeah i've got i've got a max and a monster chilling downstairs uh yeah and i whenever like they were in my bag when i was with innova until i found the 2021 calvin destroyers uh and they were super beefy problem is they were a little domey uh yeah. and the maxes and the monsters were like also usually like table flat yeah so uh, once again, can can relate and connect, and I I love that you have your maxes, and you can still find maxes in an affordable price. Monsters, yeah. not so much. Maxes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the monster for those of you who have never heard of any of the thing we're talking about. We're not talking about Space Jam. Uh, we're talking like the max. If the max is an 05, I'm pretty sure the monster is like an 04, and the monster I think is also a 10 speed uh, as opposed to the yeah. max is an 11. It's like the little brother to the max but for most people if you're not playing in 34 mile an hour winds the monster is enough mm -hmm. um so moving on to your destroyer which this takes us to like the area that you wanted help with was you had a beat-in destroyer that you lost so you need a straight distance driver that you're looking for 
And once again, when we see the roadie off to the right, we've got the leopard. The TL3 is not as straight as he wants it to be. The T-Bird's falling, or the TL3, not as, not the disc he's looking for necessarily. T-Bird's falling off. Firebird, even the Sexton ones, not a straight disc. Uh, mm-hmm. Max, certainly not straight. So I can see this chasm form the grand canyon diving down your distance driver uh slot so what does the current destroyer that you have in your bag or do you have two in the bag now again what's the destroyer setup being so i have i'll just pull them out just so i can get them so i have three um this is like my very overstable destroyer um these are actually pretty inconsistent from like color to color like this one is way more beefy than this one yeah like this so this is the one i lost this this is a new one but like this was the one i lost in water and um like not nearly as as overstable as the other one um but i'm trying to beat this one in to get it to the one i i lost (laughs) but uh and then I have just like a just like a light basic um, stock destroyer that I'll throw on like a tailwind. Okay. So yeah. Awesome. Well, what we what Brad, you said you might have, might have had some questions before we dive in about the one he lost. Like, yeah. go ahead and fire away. Yeah. No. Just what what's your typical flight like on your the one you lost? Why do you love it? Why is it like painful that you lost it? I mean, I could I could throw that that disc like i mean easily 400 plus on uh, and just like flip up even a little turn like controlled turn and like it would just like i mean it would just go like just pretty much straight and it was a smooth disc um, not much of a big not not big of uh that big of a dump either mm-hmm. like it was just it was just nice <laughs> would you say it's atypical for like what you found for destroyers or have you been able to replicate that with others Oh, I, it's probably atypical. I mean, we'll see if I can get this one to that, but I, it's, yeah, I, it's not normal. <laughs> I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. And l- listen, I, I really love and respect, and there's like some sort of like kind of art to beating in a disc to perfection, finding the right color, the the right plastic, and then oh, yeah. throwing it into some trees and like really beating it up to like this beautiful area. You know, I have two discs in my bag. Like I have this envy Robbie saw, like does not fly like an envy, but I, it it's beautiful it's perfectly beaten it flies more like a a proxy or even like a little beat up proxy mm-hmm. but i love it because i love envies right and it, fe- it feels good and i think you know i have a, a vulture that does not fly like a vulture so i think the the problem with those discs are that envy is going to take me a lot of effort to replicate that vulture is going to take me a lot of effort and heartache to replicate so um it and it stinks when you throw one in the water you're like oh well i hope this one's like that so I, I always personally lean toward like, okay, can I find like a disc off the shelf that kind of flies like that already? So that when I do, when, not when, if, when I throw it in the water, I'm able to just go grab it. It's not a lot of heartache. Yeah. yeah it stinks because you kind of get a little attached to them, but hey, that's okay. There's another one I can just grab. So yeah. uh, that's just what I, my question was, you know, like what, what do you love about it? What is the flight doing? Because I actually threw three discs today and there's a couple of variable variables that I just need to like consider. One is like, I'm guessing you probably throw like a little farther consistently than me. If you can hit that destroyer to 400, 
I'm not quite getting to 400 on something like a destroyer. Um, number two, you're going to be in wind more often than I am. So I got to take that into consideration. And then also I wanted to try to give you a similar flight to that destroyer that you love, but something stock that you can just go grab mm -hmm. somewhere. So I just want to, and that's kind of what, I mean, I didn't know all this coming into it, but I just had a feeling when Robbie's like, Hey, he has a beat in destroyer that he loves. Here's how far he throws. And he's like, here's some options for you. I was like, I need to throw at least three of these to really see where we're at. Mm -hmm. So um, that's all I had, Robbie. I just wanted to make sure I understood this destroyer that yeah. we're talking about. Absolutely. Like, and we've talked about it before. The Griffin disc is great. Uh, if you yeah. have replacements and backups ready to go, like why I am even more confident in my precious child now than I've ever been is because I have another one waiting right behind mm -hmm. it like that i've mm -hmm. thrown side by side and like awesome okay cool and you have the same thing like with your with your 2020 so like um my my question then would be brad what three discs did you try all right so i threw three discs today they're all similar but different so through champion beast today i threw champion turn today and then i also threw a g star charger today mm -hmm. So three different molds, two are kind of, I would call them the, in the classic vein, Robbie, like the turn and the, the, um, I almost said boss beast, but chargers new, right? So I had to try it. I've been wanting to try, um, the charger as well, just kind of for myself. Um, what I did do since the charger is a 13 speed, I did grab a 168 gram charger because I wanted to try to compensate a little bit. I also have a shoulder injury. I'm like nursing so i was trying to make it like a little easier to see what these discs fly like um so yeah i threw these and hearing about your destroyer i'm confident one of these are definitely a solution for you um but robbie walk let's walk through some questions to try to really narrow it down i have a feeling on which one i would recommend but i want to make sure we're on the same page i do as well and i'm going to be honest i bet that it's actually a different one uh because and knowing what plastic, I didn't know what plastics you threw uh, the other two in. I knew what plastic you threw the charger in, um, but that is that is influencing my thought uh, once again from the end of the pains and struggles. So, uh, I, how does hand feel compare amongst them? Because one's a thirteen speed, another's a twelve. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. We we've got thirteen, twelve, and ten speed. I think like just from hand feel like i love my vulture so obviously the beast feels pretty good just because it's a 10 speed as well um but it, and here's the thing i have bigger hands so like a 13 speed has always felt good in my hand i just can't throw them like i started out throwing a nuke ss just because i loved how it felt in my hand um but none of them feel bad in the hand there's no like weird flashing i would say maybe the turn if i had to give one that was like the least comfortable maybe the turn was but it's not uncomfortable by any means. Um, hand feel winner, though, is probably the beast just because I like a 10 speed. Um, but the Chargers plastic feels very good because mm. it's G Star. And new G Star is a thing of mm -hmm. beauty, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not, it's, it's different than for those of you who love your classic. It's different, but it's still a thing of beauty. I um, lied. This is just a Star Charger. This is not a G Star Charger. Oh, there you go. Okay. Continue. That, that that also influences the decision. Okay. So uh, 
looking at those when you're throwing them i know danny said that like his long distance destroyer mm-hmm. would have that turn it would flex but you were saying right danny it didn't really necessarily like dump at the end either yeah. it wasn't like a boom yeah yeah so thinking about like the finish that these had how were each of those three finishing on their flights yeah. okay so let's start charger Charger was interesting because when it came out of my hand, it kind of wanted to flip. Like, you know how it is when you throw, you can tell it like has that little motion, like it wants to flip, but I could not get it to flip up the flat for me. It would carry the angle I had it on for a while, but then it would just dump hard for me at the end. So I don't think that's the answer for that particular part of the flight. Um, The turn would kind of flip up and just go straight, but did have a finish for me. It did have some fade at the end, surprisingly. Um, the beast would turn, what would turn, and then come back to straight. It would never like fade out to the left. So, like as far as that flight, again, at normal elevation with zero wind, that is probably closer to the flight for me in my arm. Yeah, that makes and that makes sense. That makes sense mm-hmm. for a lot of it. Um, Danny, have you thrown any of these three discs before? I've thought about throwing the charger, but I never have. Mm-hmm. Um, the turn, probably not much at all. I don't. I don't have any turns. Um, and the beast is actually a disc I've thought about trying too. So that works out. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's, I wanted to make sure also before like diving further in, if you were like, yeah, I threw like beast for like, the first two years and I actually just pulled a piece out of my bag and I hate that disc. Uh, that way we don't, we don't walk down. Um, okay. So that makes a lot of sense, Brad, uh, talking about, um, did you throw them on any Anheuser? Yes. Okay. So how did they hold up on the Annie? Um, I mean, the beast was beautiful. Like if I threw on Annie, it would just turn. And then like at the very end of the flight, it would flex back a little bit for me again, not a ton, but it would come back to the more like the neutral position. Um, I don't know. Turn, if I'm being 100% honest, I didn't like feel like I got a good feel for the flight of the turn. I just don't feel like it came out of my hand well a lot. It was yeah. the one out of the three, even the charger, that I just did not feel like it. I could get it to come out well. So for whatever it's worth, I could get it on Anheuser, but I feel like if I got on an Anheuser, I was give, getting a lot of early releases with only the turn. So for whatever that's mm-hmm. worth. Um, from the little bit that I did see, if I did get it on Anheuser, it still had fade. Like it still came back at the end of the flight. And I think, I don't think it's from like the turns disc. I think it's from me not getting it up to like rotation, to be honest with you. Um, charger was, I mean, you, what you'd expect out of an overstable disc probably versus like a negative one too. Um, it, I could get it on Anheuser and get a nice, like pretty quick, like um flex line out of it and i still got uh, just as much on the flex line i did push more distance out of it obviously than i did on any other line and it was like matching like the beast distance which was typically the beast i was throwing farther than any of them awesome okay but on that yeah on that flex line though the charger was it felt comfortable and it was like pushing distance on a flex line for me okay and then i guess sort of my my final question for like curiosity was you did throw them on some forehands as well uh and i know shoulder hurting so forehand 
no bueno. Uh, but how did they, uh, cause I'm guessing Danny, you probably also forehand your destroyers. Yep. Yep. I, yeah. yep, I do. Um, honestly, um, the turn, I don't know. The turn was just, maybe I didn't like the turn very much. That's just what I'm coming to, but no, it was fine. It felt fine on forehand. Um, I just, if I threw it straight, it would hold straight for a while and then just dump out the end again. I think just coming from, I didn't get it up to speed. Um, the charger though, with a bigger rim, it fit really well in my hand. I do do a power grip on my forehand. So it felt really good in my hand. And I have a little like baby Anheuser on my forehand. And I actually got to flip up multiple times, like on forehand. So it would flip up flat and ride and then hyzer out at the end. It would fade at the end. Um, Beast kind of flipped up and turned a little bit, but had a little bit of fade at the end for me. Um, believe it or not, I did get the charger farther than the Beast on forehand consistently. Okay. So as you kind of talk through it, what are what are your thoughts on what could be a good fit for Danny? Okay, so the Beast, I think, could be a very good fit um, just because, A, it's a 10-speed, and I think that just basic, based on what you're throwing and, like, the distance you're throwing, I think that you could just bomb a Beast like no other. I think you could just get incredible distance out of it consistently. The thing that worries me about the Beast is, A, this is in Champ. I don't know how it flies in Star. I know that's definitely going to make a difference. And we also have Halo. So maybe the Halo Beast is maybe an answer to you, just considering wind, right? And maybe mm-hmm. some more overstability. But as far as like the flight, having a little bit of turn, but it comes back, like that seems like where your destroyer lived, I guess, as far as flight path. So that's my thought on the Beast. The turn, I don't know, man. I don't think the turn's the right disc. I initially thought that, but I don't know. I don't I don't. It doesn't help that I didn't love it, I guess. So that's it's hard to recommend something I didn't love. The Charger is an interesting one. I know you like Star. I know you can throw a Destroyer. So that's a 12 speed. We're only going up to 13 speed here. If you're going 12, why not 13, right? But I'm also thinking like, hey, wind issue, maybe that's not a bad thing. You're going to get maybe a little bit more overstable flight, but you have more a little. it sounds like you have a little bit more angle control and form control than me. So maybe the charger wouldn't be such a bad thing for you. And this one is lighter weight. So I think you might be able to get this up to speed and it might mimic the flight of your beat and destroyer a little bit more. And I've heard from, I think I heard it from Hunter, maybe I'm making that up, but he said he liked the charger because it did fly like a beat and destroyer already off the shelf. Mm -hmm. So, and Robbie, I don't know if you, I know you're a charger thrower as well. So, or was. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I think the charger makes the most sense for sure in my head. Also already like new mold and they have it in a variety of plastics already. You got it in star. You got, I, I don't know if they make champion chargers yet. Uh, like that may be the one plastic they're missing it in, uh, but they have it in star G star and halo. I know those three exist. Um, the halo ones, beefcakes certified from Greg Barzi's mouth himself. Uh, like, Loves how it feels. Love the the stiffness of it. Gonna have to beat it in to get it to fly like he wants it to fly. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that is definitely a solid option to continue or to think about. 
I'm bummed that Brad did not like the turn, but I can get it because I will say the turn to me, if the comet is the people's buzz, the turn is the people's destroyer to me. Um, because I think the Wraith is an easier to throw disc, but the Wraith still has some overstability to it. Um, the thing about a turn in champion plastic, it is one of the few molds that Innova has that it actually changes the flight numbers between plastics. So like a champion turn is minus two, two, a star turn, a halo turn, um, G star turn, all of those minus three, two. So the champion turns are more overstable. Um, When I played my pro tour event, I was relying on the champion turn consistently for my biggest distance driver because I knew I could flip it up. I knew it had some easy turn to it, but I also knew like it wasn't going to necessarily burn all the way over, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't going to fade out into OB that I was trying to avoid. So from that experience, I think the champion turn could be a good alternative, but my warning that I give everyone who throws a turn I have never felt a honeymoon phase with a disc more than the turn, which is it comes out of your hand, flies amazing for like two or three rounds. And then you got to figure out as a married guy, you'll get this honeymoon phase. Amazing. Then you get home and you realize that she does the dishes wrong. And you're like, oh, man, how am I going to get over this? And then finally you realize, you know what? There's two ways to do dishes. So then you're back in joy again. And then suddenly you realize, oh, man, she folds towels wrong. Oh, man. And we're back to this. Like, it is an ebb and flow disc for sure. And its sweet spots are great. Its low spots are super frustrating. I have not found that to be the case with the charger. I have found that it just does what it's supposed to. So that's where I'm between the two. I love the turn. I always keep turns in stock in my basement. And whenever I'm super frustrated for distance, I always go back to the turn, but I have to avoid it after like a little bit. So I know that doesn't help the judgment. Uh, I would ask Danny, what sounds interesting to you amongst our blurred feedback? <laughs> well, yeah, let me add this really quick before you answer. My gut said turn, Robbie, before I started okay. talking about okay. that. So, yeah, and that's I get it because it's when you like you said if you if he doesn't throw well, it's really hard for me to like. I really want to like love the Nuke SS, but I cannot throw that disc well for some reason. Okay, now so it, it's to even make of, it more complicated. Go ahead. <laughs> it's kind of funny because um, Brad, you said you, you felt like uh, you would early release the turn, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think a few years back when I did throw the turn like a few times, I don't think it was my disc. I had the same problem. Like it was, it was an early release, but it was a halo turn and it was super flat. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what a, I don't know what the profile of a, of a champion turn is like, if it's a little domier or got like, it's got like a tiny dome. Oh, like see it... now that, yeah, that see, that's a lot like this, this sucker I threw was flat, <laughs> like, yeah. and it's just every time early, early. The thing so, that is messing with me, and I think it's a grip thing. It's like it situates okay, but like I don't. If you think about like, like a, a lid going on, like getting a difference between the lid being on and the lid being sealed. Like I don't feel like my grip is sealed off with this turn, 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you can see it on camera. There's like a very interesting, like, it's going to be hard to, okay, maybe you can see it there. There's yeah. a very interesting ridge here that is unlike uh, any disc I threw today and really kind of like any disc I really, I think the Vulture has like a smaller version of that maybe, but I don't know. It just has like a very interesting ridge on the very bottom. I don't know. Is this the, uh, the would you just consider this still the rim, Robbie, like this part right here? Like this part, um, the lip, if you will, yeah, before you sure. go to the bottom of the disc. So, yeah, that that's I think that's what's messing with my grip on it, to be honest with you. So, for what it's worth. So, yeah. well, Dan, yeah. Danny, this is in the bag where we recommend discs. What do you want to recommend for yourself? Yeah, what are you, what are you leaning towards? I mean, heck, I want to try all three, <laughs> but. Uh, um honestly i i'd i mean i i'd give the i'd give the charger a a try first Mm -hmm. and see how that goes just because i'm worried about you know the the start of the year being so windy totally yeah that's that's where i'm leaning to just because of the wind if wind was not a factor we were talking about the beast is the answer in my in my mind I still want to try the beast though, because, you know, it's obviously not a fairway, but it's not like a, you know, crazy fast, uh, distance yeah. driver. And I feel like that would be like a, I don't know, kind of like a good in between disc. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that, maybe that, you know, the chargers, the heel for your heartache for that beautiful beat in destroyer. And maybe the, the beast is the answer for, cause I mean, where the beast lives really, you have a hole there too, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. So that might, yep. it might solve some other pain for you too. Yeah. yeah. Cause I, I mean, I, I will always go back to the Macbeth quote of the farthest flying disc in his bag is his onyx. Uh, and like mm-hmm. that's a 10 speed. Uh, so yeah. it very, it very much, I agree. It could be too different. Like when you got an open shot and you really need to crush one. Okay. I'm going to the, like I'm going to the charger or when I don't need as much distance, I need a little more control. I can go to the beast kind of a deal. So definitely some alternatives. And just another last minute thought here too. I think maybe the beast is what you want your TL three to be. Is that a fair statement, Robbie? Yeah. Do you think in that like middle has a little stability to it, but you can get some distance and trust it to get a full flight. Yeah. It's been a minute since I've personally thrown a beast. So I know like my recommendation to a beast is kind of clouded from my like my early days of throwing a beast. So, uh, but watching what Hunter was doing with the beast, which Hunter, Danny, like similar flights, they're going to be getting out of a disc. Um, so, uh, I, I think that it's, yeah, definitely doable. So, uh, Danny, would you be willing to come back on in a future episode and let us know how these fly for you? Heck yeah. Good. That's awesome, man. I'd love well, to we, appreciate, we appreciate you coming on. It's always fun to talk through, different situations we haven't talked through an all end of a bag i don't think yet robbie yeah. uh, we have people that were in of a heavy but not a full end of a bag i believe and I'm also glad I could be the first <laughs> well and well yeah and even the wind that's always a good conversation because again a lot of people from a lot of different places listen so i'm sure a lot of you uh relate if y'all can relate to wind l- give danny some love in the in the comments just let him know <laughs> hey yeah. we get we get the we're here for the wind gang so danny we appreciate you man thank you so much for coming on and Look forward to speaking to you in a future episode, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, take care. Man, I 
I'm telling you, I I hope that was interesting for the audience. I very much enjoyed it, and it's yeah, it's once too. again it's something of like a passion of okay, mm-hmm. I can get like yeah, it's just I spent so much time studying the all end of a bag. Yeah, and you know from the same respect, I mean the all disc craft bag it had it definitely had its challenges, and I think sometimes you get locked into well, this is what everybody else says to throw, or this is what it looks like I should throw, and you forget about other molds as well and like that other things exist and as new molds come out you're kind of locked in where you are so it's hard to really be be like hey maybe i don't love the tl3 anymore maybe i need to switch to something else so yeah definitely that the challenge also opens up if he's like hey it's not just end of a disc it's end of a mate because then we can talk infinite then we can Mm -hmm. talk uh millennium heiserbomb like uh the new vela uh which is a disc that um I'm super curious to try is the Vela, which is a millennium disc dropping for Calvin. Um, Mm. that's supposed to be, I'm guessing like he's tired of sharing the Eagle with other people in the end of a lineup. So they were like, Hey, we'll get him a millennium disc that is his. Uh, and it's supposed to fly. Like I'm guessing his good Eagles do. Oh, nice. So I would be very curious about that guy. That'll be interesting for sure. Um, but there are other amazing discs, uh, out there. Uh, and before we dive into what's new in the warehouse, obviously, if you have all these amazing discs, you got to have a place to store them. And today's what's new in the warehouse is sponsored by a company that I have gotten to work with before. Great company and a great storage solution. Discbox. Yeah. Discbox. So shout out to Discbox and Connor. Thanks for, uh, sponsoring this part of the episode. Really? If you haven't heard of Discbox, let's be honest. There are a ton of us disc golfers now. We have a ton of extra discs. That's what we love to do. They're in our closet. They're in our car. They're in in the bathroom. They're in the kitchen. You know, my wife always gets on to me. I'll get some new used discs or something, and I'll walk in and show everybody. We all talk about them, and I always leave them on, like, the entertainment center. And she's like, why are these discs always here? So that's on me. We all do it, okay? And here's a problem. There's a very few storage solutions out there that are specifically for disc golf discs, but also... If they're, if, you know, we've seen like the big racks or your make your own that takes up a lot of space or they can be very expensive. So those are all very unfortunate things about like the storage solutions we have right now. Uh, Thankfully, Discbox is low cost. It doesn't take up a ton of space. And it's really the only thing like it on the market right now, for sure. So uh, Discbox is a very low cost disc golf solution. And if you go to discboxdg.com, you'll find quantity discounts, which is awesome because they're very stackable and take up very little space. Um, there's some wholesale options. You can get different colors. And most importantly, there are no order minimums, which is awesome. So you can order a single box if you want. You can order 300 if you want because, I mean, I'll be honest, I need like 10 or 12 of those boys Yeah. right now. Um, so make sure you go over to discbox or dg.com. Um, get your collection organized today. Use code foundation for 15% off. These things are already cheap guys. And he's given us 15% off just for you being in the bag listener. So, uh, we definitely appreciate that. I know that Robbie, you've had some experience with this box. Are you still using yours? Absolutely. I like, cause I, I don't have the fancy hyzer disc racks or anything like that. I was trying to do the whole Walmart solution. And so I have, uh, 
I think I have like eight disc boxes stacked up outside of like my normal area makes it all very concise. And it also makes it really easy to get through as well, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because like I keep a disc box full of discs that are all of my backups to my tournament bag. So when I'm going on a road trip, I take that and I just throw it in the bag and it's mm-hmm. different than a practice bag where they're going to roll around in your car. Disc box is fantastic because it can just sit there. You can take a disc box and put it in your trunk. Never have to worry about it. Always have discs ready to go without them rolling around in your in the back of your car. I've got a disc box that's full of picks. I've got a disc box that's full of promo discs that people send. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is such a fantastic source solution. And also, they ship really easily. Like in terms yep. of them getting them to you, and they are so easy to assemble. That is one of the most underrated parts. Like really yep. durable construction mm-hmm. on how they're going to set up. But it, like they have a video that is 30 seconds or something. Yeah. And you just go whoop, 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 fold it all together. No extra supplies needed. Builds mm-hmm. itself. I cannot preach the wonders of this box enough. Yeah. So make sure you check them out. I mean, again, uh, Connor's great dude, like local, like that's that's him. That disc box is Connor. He, he runs the thing. He's a great guy and uh, worked with him with Atlas a ton now happy that he's working with foundation so use code foundation 15 percent off your disc box pick up a three pack you will be very glad you did so absolutely hey, and if you pick up a three pack you're gonna need discs to put in that three pack if you don't have them already transition oh, unlock what's new in the warehouse what's new in the warehouse all right this week we have oh i wish i had them i should have brought them in here that was poor planning but um <laughs> we have Bogey Bro Tour, West Coast Tour, stamped Halo Thunderbirds and Halo Bosses that dropped on okay. Wednesday, which was awesome. Uh, we bought plenty, so there's still some in stock, so make sure you check those out. Um, those of you know, I am a, I am a, I am a fan of the Halo Thunderbird. It, it always fights my vulture a little bit. I have one in there. Again, thanks, Wes, for that. But uh, great disc, so make sure you check those out. As we speak, um, we just got our Clash restock. It'll be up. We got all the classic Clash goodness. We have all the new Clash goodness. So uh, the new, what is it, Day Glow? I'm sorry. Um, Sunny. No, Sunny, Sunny is yeah, the classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have that. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what I can say that we got and what I can't because some of us not even released yet. It may not release till July. So we Ooh. got a bunch. Make sure you check it out. Um, that is going to be up and ready to go. Uh, we have finally got all of the MVP up. Uh, that we got in. So we put up a ton of envies, a ton of photons, a ton of waves. So a lot of goodness that went up this week as well. So make sure you check that out. Um, our bogey bro hats in both colors are in, in full stock. We've got bogey bro patches, all the bogey bro goodness, support those guys out there running around the West coast, being crazy kids. Um, so make sure you check all the, all that stuff out. So a lot of stuff going on in the warehouse. Make sure you're just, Recently restocked section is your best friend. You know, Absolutely. the top 20 to 50 discs in that uh, section are going to tell you what we've recently uploaded. All the new plastic, all the new stamps, everything. Yeah, there is so much good stuff. I mean, I'm telling you guys, getting to be up there just a couple weeks ago, walk around. There are so many moments of like, what? I can't like, I mean, Brad mentioned it. Halo Beasts. They still have Halo Beasts. Like, that is a that is a Halo plastic disc that you cannot find in a lot of places. And they're just chilling on foundationdisc.com. And Halo Mysteers, we still have those. Halo Savants, like yeah. 
that Halo Savannah is like screaming my name every time I look at it. I'm just trying to I'm trying to resist. Yeah. So you're gonna find these, and maybe maybe you don't have that self control, mm-hmm. and that's okay because you're gonna find it, and you're gonna be like, you know what? I need to try this. Throw some foundation care on there in case it doesn't uh, mm-hmm. work out for you. That makes yep. it super easy. But most often, you're gonna find that disc, and you're gonna be like, wow, this is amazing. In fact, I would say it's good. And what do you do if it's good? Yeah, if it's good, I think you keep it in the back. You keep it in the bag. Keep we'll see it you in the bag. <laughs>